Hey guys, this is Crystal North of True North Leadership and Kimberly Romanoff from Romanoff Enterprises. We are here today to talk to you about grace and growth. Enjoy the podcast. Better late than never. This week, we talk about kiddos. We talk about my kiddo who has her own struggles that we are trying to work through together, how peer-oriented children can potentially abuse their parents and other adults, and how we need to be there and support them and love them unconditionally, no matter what. So for all of you single or married couples out there that are having your own problems with your own kiddos, listen, you're not alone. We're in this together. Hey there, sissy. Hey there, sissy. How are you? What a day. How are you? I actually say the same thing. We're both just like, how are you? <laughs> I know. It's not like it was a bad day. It was just a full day. And yeah. here we are. Yeah, we're like, okay, at the end of the day, we're like, usually we start the day with like, we start the day. And now we're at the end of the day. And we're like, we're completely like unwinding and depleting. <laughs> just just uh, ladies chit-chatting about life. Yeah, um, you know I played golf today, Sissy. You are so awesome. I'm terrible at it. How did you do? Yeah, I didn't do so great, but it was really nice to get out there and play and like wear cute golf clothes and like a cute hat. But um, the company was awesome. I went with my um, a local friend of mine, Dr. Kimberly Higney, who owns Cardia Cardia out on the seacoast. Um, so she helps me a bunch with my like digestion and all of that, all of that using natural medicine, which is really awesome. And I've always really liked her. And um, yeah, so I asked her if she wanted to go play golf because I knew she did. And so we got a tea time and we hung out and had dinner and it was pretty incredible. It was cool. Like we hadn't really caught up in a bit in my life. I feel like I've lived a million years in the last nine months. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, it's cool. Like she, she looked at me and she said, Crystal, you know, you look like you're lighter. Like you look like you're glowing, you look happy. She's like, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, she's asking about Lauren, how I met her and that sort of thing. But mostly I think the thing I'm most grateful for is that I'm surrounded by people now that don't judge me, that don't want to put me in a box, that don't make me feel bad for being who I am. And I'm just tremendously grateful for that kind of support and love in my life. Isn't it amazing? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So good. Totally amazing. You know, but I think one of the things that I still sort of continue to struggle with, and last week on that podcast, you know, we we recapped and it was really great and there's been so much going on. Um, you know, we talked about money a little bit and triggers and, you know, one of the, one glaring aspect of my life that I think continues to wear on me in different ways or takes a toll, even though I'm working hard for it not to, um, is Belle, right? Is yeah the constant struggle that I'm, I'm having there. So, um, I mean, I feel like I've talked about my relationship with her a bunch on the podcast, but just to sort of refresh everybody's memory, you know, she's now 10, which is crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and she has, you know, obviously some behavioral things going on, like every 10 year old does, but you know, 
obviously I don't have to do with any other 10 year olds. I just do with my own. So when we think about, you know, um, 10 going on 21, um, peer oriented children, which is this whole new topic of conversation that I'm learning about by Gabor Mate. I'm listening to this book and it talks about literally kids who essentially are raised by their friends because of competing priorities, the way the household is now and, you know, how they can act out and have aggression. And I feel like they're just like literally talking about my kid, right? So one of the big um, events over the course of last few weeks was Belle's birthday. Right. Okay, zero. Now, there's a few things about Bell's big one zero that are sort of different this year, right? My sissy wasn't there. I know. First year, like in forever. I know. It was so awkward. It was so weird. So weird. Yeah. Uh, my first big party without Charlie, right? Without my ex husband. Mm-hmm. Um, having to rely a lot on Belle's father and like their family for stuff and trying to get it all done. Lauren was great. She ended up by being sick. Like lots of like differences. Like, like, it, like I'm a new me, right? So compared to, especially compared to last year. Um, and so Belle seems to go through, she has some sort of attachment issue with me, right? Where she's very affectionate with me. She like wants to sleep in my bed. There's you know, whatever. And it's almost like she thinks that I'm her peer. And so I'm working hard to set boundaries, but how do I see that come out in our relationship? This kid can verbally kick the shit out of me every single day. Nothing I can do is good enough. I don't love her because I love all of my friends more than her. I just like, she screams at me that she's going to go to concerts with me and she's going to do all of these adult things that I'm doing because she's scared she's going to miss out. Like, I understand logically why she acts out this way, but you can't logically talk to a 10 year old. Like they just don't get it. They don't get it. Especially her. Like she has no idea about emotions. Right. So she literally the night of her birthday. It's been, I, I feel like over the course of last month, it's been all but five nights the kid has like taken out something on me and just, you know, I do all of the right things, quote unquote, right? Like what the therapist says. And I hug her, I tell her I love her. She can't talk to me that way, but if she wants to talk to me, she can. There's a, like a time and place where I'm like, Belle, like I need you to leave me the fuck alone. Because yeah. I mean, like, I can't do it. Like I woke up two mornings ago and I looked at Belle and I said, honey, I can't be yelled at until 1130 at night and our neighbor's here and ask if everything's okay. Like, I, I can't do this every day. So that's really hard. That is really hard. That's tough. You know, you're a single mom and... You know, it's interesting because this, you know, whenever she does, you know, act out and does stuff, you always tell me what she, what, when, and what she does and says and stuff. But when I asked you this the other day and I was like, well, does she do this with your ex-husband, you know, her father? And you said, no, does she do, did she do that with your, with your previous ex-husband? 
No. She actually was more was attached to him. Yeah. Oh no, they did not get along. They had their moments. Remember your wedding night? Oh, I know. She she fucking went ape shit. I know. It happened a lot of times, more than just that, especially at the end. There were some really bad outbursts between the two of them because there was a huge control thing. Like they both like it was a disaster. Like I remember looking at him and being like, You're a 56 year old fucking man. She's nine. Like, don't expect her to be the same age as you. Like, don't do it. Because he would place these unreasonable expectations on her and then do things that I can't repeat. And they had this constant power show. So she would act out on him. It was like, she and like, she knows that, right? Like she knows how to act towards Brian to push his buttons. She knows how to act towards anybody, especially me. But like, so there's like a fine line though, right, sis? Like, I don't want to like completely shut her down because I'm her mother. And she obviously has all of the feels in there. She just doesn't know how to get them out productively. Right. She also knows that she can, I'm not going to beat the shit out of her. I'm not going to put my hands on her. And I'm not going to, I mean, that's not my jam, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to learn that I need to set boundaries. But what was interesting was when you called and I said, I can't talk to you right now. Belle is being difficult. We need to work through this, whatever. Um, and Belle was in the car and we hung up. You, I could tell you were worried and we, and we hung up and you were, she just like lost it. Don't tell my Kimmy. I don't want you to tell my Kimmy. She's not going to love me anymore. Blah, blah, blah. That was so funny. She's calling me right now. <laughs> um, you know, but there is, she does have fear of people and she does care what people think. Like the problem is, is that with me, she only seems to know how I feel when I cry. And that's interesting. Like any other emotion, I think it triggers her and it makes her more, it's like adding fuel to a fire. Mm-hmm. But then when there's crying, it like, tr- it does the opposite to her. Yeah. Cause she, I think she feels bad that she made you cry. Yeah. I think she, I don't know that she like puts the two together, like that her actions make me cry. But she knows that we were interacting and all of a sudden I'm crying. And she yeah. knows that's not right. Like whether she thinks she did something right or wrong, she right. it's not right that I'm now crying. Right. So that's a plus that she understands that. Yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like I cry every single time my kid and I have a little disagreement because that's not it. She, it's hard to explain how painful it is with what she says. Mm. Like, it's so painful. As a parent, all you want to do is do right by your kid. To sit here and think that I bring her to this tremendous pain that makes her want to, like, treat me that way. Like, I mean, and I know that it's not all me. I get that. There's a lot we need to work through, but it's not easy. It's, it's wearing. Like, you know, it's when, when uh, new parents have babies and they stay up all night or they're colicky or they just, like, can't sleep or whatever. Like I have been to the point of like 
I need to put my kid in this crib and walk away and shut the door right now. Because you get pushed to this point that is like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I, I talked about on the podcast a year ago, longer than that, way longer than that ago now, a year and a half ago, at your wedding and how I got into that mindset of like, I wanted to die. Like I literally wanted to kill myself. I had three minutes where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And luckily I was emotionally intelligent enough to like pull myself out of that place. But I get it. It's a deep, dark, nasty little place. And as temporary as it is, it is fucking scary when it happens. I can't wait. I got six more months till my our little bundle of joy gets here. <laughs> I know. Oh, I can't wait. But, but that's you just gotta take me the time. I, I'm reading this book and you know, us as as humans like read books to learn how to do things right. Instead, right. just be a fucking good parent. Yeah. You know, be nurturing. Right. Don't break bonds. Don't put them in front of the TV. I mean, and I've done it. I do it. I get it. But that's where we're breaking that attachment, right? We are like, here, here's an iPod. Here's the iPad. Here's- I know. You know? And we're I like, know. that thing is taking care of your kid instead of you. I've done it. I've been there. We're right. changing the way we parent and how our kids are raised. And we wonder why they act out. They don't know that they love us. They don't know what that means. They just know right. we bad. You got to build the respect. And I swear, I have all the mom guilt in the entire world, so- you know, you let shit happen for so long and then you feel like a fucking doormat when your child is just beating you up. But, in all, in, you know, it's, I also mentioned this to you, like, you know, she has definitely gone through a lot of obstacles with you. Mm-hmm. Like, and she still is, but I also, I, I'm, I'm strongly feeling that she's getting to that, to be that age of becoming a young woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And, you know, I think back of when we became young women and how we were, and we didn't know, and it was scary, but we were, we had nobody, we had each other. Like, like, it, can I just tell anybody that's listening? Like my sister is amazing. She's the one that like, showed me how to do things when I became a young woman. She's like the first person to shave my legs on, on the bathroom counter. Like she showed me, like she, like you started nurturing me. You were my mother first. (laughs) So, So, you know, kids don't come with a book of instructions and however you, you get your day finished with your kid and your kid is fed, clothed, bathed and asleep, you've done your job. Yeah. And that's the best that you can do as tiring and as crazy or sporadic emotions bursts and crying all day and tantrums. It's worth watching your kid go to sleep at night. Happy. And you've done a great job so far, Sissy. Well, thank you. Because some days it does not feel like it. I know. Sometimes you feel like a million bucks and sometimes you feel like a food stamp. I mean, we want to always feel like a million bucks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
it's true. Some days we do feel like a food stamp, honey. That's a really great point. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. It's one day at a time and there's ways that you can fix and break the cycle, right? I mean, I was talking to my friend Kim today and I said to her, I said, you know, it's really in interesting when you can learn to let go of control and be open to the experiences that you're intended to be given. Yeah. It does suck sometimes. Like sometimes it, it really does, right? Right. But once you realize that you're exactly how or what you're supposed to be in that moment, life is so much easier, right? So like, I know that I'm struggling with Bell right now, but I also understand that due to the, the events in my life over the last seven months, eight months, I am in the, mo wow, even longer ago, like I'm in the strongest mental state that I've ever been in. And it's because I've gone through all of these hardships in life and it's yep. being resilient enough to deal. And I know mm -hmm. that it will be okay. Yeah. In the moment, it fucking sucks. I know. It's very overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. It is. It is. There's so many things that you know, build upon it. Like the, like I said, the mom guilt, the letting my my last relationship be the way that it was and the impact that it had on Belle and her part in that. And, you know, I, I can harp in that. And I do sometimes, sometimes I totally wallow, you know, but then I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And usually I call my sissy and I say, Kimmy, please tell me it's going to be okay. <laughs> That's when we 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 FaceTime with each other and we eat a Yasso bar, an ice cream bar, which is amazing. And we just cried out and we just we eat our ice cream and call it a day. We we're good. We're yeah. good. We gotta vent to each other. Gotta toss it in the fucking bucket. Toss it in the fucking bucket. Fucking amazing. Ugh. I like the saying, some days I feel like a million bucks, other days you feel like a food stamp. Did you make that up on your own? You know what? No, actually one of my clients told me about it. <laughs> so it stuck Great. with me. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well oh, Kimmy, thank you for letting me vent a little bit and sharing my story. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there that has some kiddo problems and behavioral challenges that we're trying to deal with on a daily basis. Absolutely. We're all women and even single dads out there. You know, we all go through it. We all have our own drama trauma. We're here for each other. That's it. One day at a time. One shit show at a time. No. Just wait until she turns into a teenager. I'm oh. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait till she gets she wants a car. I can't oh, wait. She's already talking about it. She's already Oh jeez. I know. Oh, we had this whole fight the other night. She was started screaming at me because I won't buy her an iPhone 12. I mean, we oh. have illogical conversations. And it's just crazy. So all you mamas, dadas out there that are trying to do this with your kiddos that are, are feeling a, a little um, a little dominant or aggressive towards you, um, check out the book called Hold On To Your Kids by Gabor Mate. I promise you it is worth it. Right now they're describing my daughter to a T and I can't wait to get to the other side where maybe I'll get some pointers on how to deal with and rebuild the bonds that mothers and daughters should have that are healthy and wonderful. So it's never going to be perfect, but you want to know what? I'm going to try even harder. That's right. That's right. Sista. All right. Well, <laughs> until next time, everybody, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.
Thanks for listening, guys. Again, this is Crystal M. North. You can find me on Instagram at Crystal M. North. Or you can follow the podcast at grace.and.growth.podcast. Also, you can check me out, Kimberly Romanoff, at redheadedmadness85 on Instagram. Reach out if you have any questions and have a great day. Talk to you next week.